amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. joining me today. Um, Today is Valentine's Day, so I want to say happy Valentine's Day to all of the lovebirds, everyone out there, even the the singles. I'm I'm in that boat. I'm single as well. So happy Valentine's Day to me, um, and thank you for joining us today. I have a special guest that will be joining me, and her name is Latasha Wiggins, and I will get to her Um, very shortly, but I wanted to talk about love and how so many people depend on external love to validate themselves. We look for other people to tell us they love us, that they want to um, be with us, or they want to buy us gifts, whatever the case may be, we look for that. And oftentimes, we are defined by how other people feel and think about us instead of how we feel and think about ourselves. And for some people, they get very depressed when man-made holiday, um, as all holidays, uh, Valentine's Day, sweetest day, these holidays come around and the first thing that people do is they get depressed if they don't have anyone to share that day with. You have a lot of people to share your time with. You have friends, you have family, you have children. That can be your Valentine's. It doesn't have to be a a mate per se. And we get so tied up in that. So for anyone that's out there feeling that um, today is just another day, blah, 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 just know that every day should be Valentine's Day if you are in a relationship. And even if you are not and you are single, Loving on yourself, dating yourself, going out to the movie, having a great dinner alone, going on vacation. Oh, my goodness. Having some quiet time, sipping some wine and watching a great movie is also a way to love on yourself and appreciate yourself. 
so when I was thinking about what my affirmation would be and how I wanted to start to show off, I thought about, let me read a poem that is in my book, Journey to Loving Me, Lessons Learned Along the Way, and it's titled, I Am. And it goes a little like this, I am more than what you think of me. I may have a few bruises, but no broken bones. I am a child of God with a light that shines bright. I am more than a face without a name, without a name. Look at me. I need to talk today. I am somebody. I am choosing to stand in my power and walk with my head held high. Who am I, you ask? I am a mother, daughter, friend, and much more to others. What gives me the right to speak with confidence? It was the closed doors, tear-stained pillows, turned backs, and empty promises. I am strong, powerful, and beautiful. I am a wife-to-be, no longer a late-night phone call. I am more than what you think of me. Who am I, you ask? I am enough. And I wanted to say that poem to someone out there who is doubting themselves, who don't feel that they are enough. Even if you're in a relationship, people tend to feel that they are not enough. Um, Like I said, you're looking for someone else to validate you or to tell you your worth. Well, I'm here to tell you that starting today, I want you to start working on loving yourself, valuing yourself, telling yourself how beautiful you are and how important you are and how it matters. You matter. And if the person that you're with or or whomever that maybe you're not with anymore could not see that in you and and do not appreciate you for being the person, the authentic person that you are, the uniquely authentic person that you are, then maybe you need to get rid of them. Maybe you need to spend some time by yourself. And if you are alone, then continue to work on yourself until that comes into your life that can show you the value, the love, and all of the things that you are seeking. But it often, it always starts with you. And until you really take the time to work on you, even in a relationship, people, you got to do it, then nothing else ever really changes externally. So with that, I didn't want to be too preachy. Let's start. Um, Let me introduce our guest tonight, Latasha Wiggins. She's a registered nurse of 16 years, and she started her travel business, AJL Travel. It was birthed out of a love for travel and a need to provide a tax shelter for her family. Um, AJL Travel has been around for approximately two years, and she has recently, um, the business became an LLC, and although Latasha enjoyed the travel perks of being a certified travel professional. She also loves sharing the opportunity for others to benefit from doing so um, as well. And so having her on the show will be very great uh, because she can provide a lot of insight for the business of traveling and anyone else that's, that's looking to get into the travel business. So give a warm Welcome to Latasha Wiggins. Hello, Latasha. Hello, Miss Monica Garrison. Monica L. Garrison. Um, Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And I absolutely loved um, what you just talked about, you know, with 
today being Valentine's Day um, and people feeling a certain kind of way, um, I love that that was a very empowering kind of way to get things started. So I'm excited. See, I'm trying. I'm working on it, girl. So thank you for joining me. And and I want to start off um, by saying that – how the heck did you go from registered nurse into traveling? I know I read a little bit of your bio and you talked about how you love to travel, but how did you really get started? And um, tell the listeners a little bit more about the the travel business itself and what it is that you do. Okay. So um, I am a registered nurse and I work for, um, one of the bigger managed care companies. And I was going on a trip uh, to see my goddaughter and and her new baby. And I was planning that trip, talking to my manager who said, oh, you know, by the way, um, you know, check out my website and see if you see anything there. If you see something comparable, you know, book it there. I was a little intrigued about that. um, But I did look on her website and, and found that I was able to get the room, the exact room, exact date, plus a car for four days for maybe $30 more than what I was originally paying. So, of course, I canceled that old reservation, booked under her, and then kind of didn't think about it for a while, did some traveling. I have a couple of um, timeshares, so we use those whenever. And then finally, I'm like, this this actually kind of makes some sense that you get paid when somebody else books and you get paid when you travel. So um, later, probably several months, to be honest, uh, while I'm getting our taxes done and we're getting hit hard, uh, being a nurse and an engineer with one child. <laughs> and when we yeah. got those taxes, I was like, oh, no, I need a tax shelter. C- could you tell me a little bit more about that travel business again? So uh-huh. um, I sat on top of her um, and then – Went ahead and and partnered with the company, did my trainings, became a certified travel professional. Um, I'm a cruise specialist at several other cruises. I have my CLIA card, which is the Cruise Line International Association, Um, and I absolutely love it. I love the idea of traveling. I love that I get a check when I travel, when I come home, as opposed to just memories and pictures. So that's kind of how we got started. The tax shelter was my rationale for um, uh-huh. starting a home-based business. Yeah. Okay. And so you have um, been in the home-based business for about a year and a half to two years, and I mentioned travel perks. What are some of the perks that you get from, from having this business? Oh, wow. Um, so on the side of travel, um, we have a, a completely a wholesale travel um, portal uh-huh. that we go to that only travel agents can go to that knocks out all of the um, markup that you would get if you were just booking with, uh, like, online. So, I mean, even if I was booking online. But the good thing about being a travel professional is even if I book online, I still get the commission booking from sites that other people book from all the time, like Priceline or Expedia or Booking.com, I still get a commission when I book for myself or when I book for someone else. So that's really great. Really? Okay. Extra income. So another stream of income is a 
wonderful thing. Um, just looking at um, the the partial government shutdown we had recently, um, the company has been around for 17 years and is debt-free. I think that speaks volumes um, about the integrity and the company itself. So those are, are two of them. So my, my tax shelter that I have, um, uh-huh. we were able to save just under $2,000 last year on our taxes. That made a big difference. Um, okay. It's a low startup cost. I get a check when I come home from traveling myself or anybody else who I book for travel, um, and I get those insider rates as a travel agent. Okay. Not to mention what I, the other thing that I think is absolutely wonderful is you don't kind of just get left behind when you start with this particular home-based business. Um, our culture is very much a care more, um, giving, a give-give kind of uh-huh. culture, as our um, senior leader would say. Um, so I love that you always have assistance. So whatever I don't know how to do, because say I've never booked a destination wedding, there are thousands of people in my team, and somebody has. So there's always help available, and I love that. Okay. And I know that you are going to talk a little bit later about how others can benefit from joining this opportunity. So I want to say that goodie for uh, at the end. But tell me a little bit yes, more please. about how did um, how did you make the mental shift from being an employee to um, entrepreneurship? Because that is so uh, it's different um, because when you are an entrepreneur, you set your own timetable, you have your own schedule, you can pretty much, there isn't a glass ceiling. When you're an entrepreneur, basically you have to work to make money for yourself. And oftentimes people are very comfortable being in that employee status where they know that every two weeks they can to check. But when you are an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. it does take a different kind of mindset in order to transition from employee to entrepreneur. So what was that like for you? I can tell you it was not an easy one, um, and, and one that took me a little bit of time to get acclimated to. So, um, again, within our business, within our team, we are given uh, mindset books. To read, um, making the shift was the first one that I read, and it really helps you understand where you are, how you've been taught. So, I was taught like most people, you know, go to school, get good grades. I did get a degree. I did plus two more, <laughs> uh-huh. and get a good job. You know, make, do they have a four hundred one k, which is about unheard of, or or a pension? That's unheard of
because the business is a part-time business, but depending on your efforts is how you get paid. Like you said, there's no glass ceiling. That's amazing. At 16 years in, as a nurse, it won't be too many more years that I'll actually be able to make an increase because I'll hit that ceiling, and that's it. And no matter how much longer I work, that is the level that I can be at. Where in business, I have the opportunity to write my own check. And while, yes, it's very comfortable um, getting a check every two weeks or however people get paid every month, every week, whatever mm-hmm. their pay schedule is, that's extremely comfortable. But that's all it is, is comfortable. I'll never be in abundance being a nurse. I will never live in abundance as a nurse. But I have an opportunity with being an entrepreneur to do that. But you got to put the work in. So yeah, it does the require work. It, it requires a lot of work, but you have to decide if comfortable is good enough. And so when that little switch changed from, oh, I'm comfortable, all my bills are paid, or, you know, I, I have enough money to pay my bills, but if I decided I wanted to go to parents for lunch tomorrow, I probably couldn't do that. But if right. I choose to build my business directly, then I can. It's, it's, it's that hope, it's that, it's that dream, it's that wanting more, it's that thinking past where you are, but the books have been a significant um, help, just reading and learning more about me, how I feel about money, all kinds of different books, things that people say that we don't really think anything of, cliche. Um, I mean, I'm sure most people have heard somebody say, well, money doesn't grow on trees, as if there's some scarcity of money. Well, well, there isn't a scarcity of money, and no one yeah, doesn't grow on trees, but you can That's work, right. right? <laughs> Really? <laughs> but it's those We've things all that heard that. <laughs> proliferating, you know, through the generations. Somebody get mad because somebody wants something that they feel like costs too much money. It's, you know money don't grow on trees. No, it doesn't. It doesn't grow on trees. But there's also not a scarcity of it either. And so, yeah. you know, so that's, for that's, sure. What are some of the books that you've read? Making the Shift. Um Millionaire versus the middle class. Um, I'm trying to think of which ones. The Millionaire Mind was was really good. Um, okay. The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Um, those are probably the three. Relentless is um, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely one that you have to be ready for. That's not something I would have read uh, the first couple of weeks or months even into the business. Um, but definitely essentially tells you how to trust your instincts because I feel like overall we've lost that part. Everything is so tiptoed and carefully planned out. A lot of times mm-hmm. we ignore our very own instincts, and that book actually helps to shed light on that fact. That okay. You, you have instincts for a reason. They lead you in the direction you need to go for a reason. Stop second-guessing them. So those are probably the books that made me go, hmm. You know what? I was uh, recommended to um, actually two books. One was um, uh, Psycho um, Cybernetics by Maxwell Malt, book to read. And that book talks about how our self-image and view of ourselves determine the outcome in our lives, determine our wealth, our success, 
Because if you have a, a very poor self-image or you don't believe that you're worthy or you don't have confidence in yourself, then you will never accomplish or reach any of those higher goals because, one, you don't feel that you can do it or you don't feel that you're enough or you're not worthy of it. So that is mm-hmm. absolutely a great book and an old goodie is a classic um, that's been around for quite some time. Well, actually, cyber um, cybernetics, um, psycho cybernetics is actually uh, the book was written by um, a a plastic surgeon. So he wasn't even a psychologist or psychiatrist, but what he found very interesting was that people would come in to see him all the time who want plastic surgery, whether it was their nose or whatever, Botox, they want something changed externally. What he discovered was that a lot of them were still unhappy, that the surgery went well, but because they were not complete within, they were still struggling with internal issues and their self-image that it did not matter about the plastic surgery because they still didn't feel good about themselves. And so that really ties into entrepreneurship and into people really chasing after their dreams and really following um, a different path because I've met six figure, seven figure people that left corporate America and started a bakery and started something else. And they were met with a lot of opposition from their family because oftentimes our family cannot see the vision or our friends cannot see, um, you know, the, the path that we want to go on, similar to you, that you were talking about travel. Because um, as an entrepreneur, we all face that, where we the first thing we do is that we go to our friends and family for support. And they are, mm-hmm. I like to call them, I like to call them um balloon poppers they're going to pop those balloons they're going to tell you why that won't work girl what you're doing that doesn't make sense do you 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 don't have experience in that they're going to tell you all the reasons why it's going to fail or or why you know as opposed to um embracing it and accepting it and and yeah you know you may have been a registered nurse and my background is in human resources, and I've gone to school and have have uh, two degrees, but my mm-hmm. passion has been, I have ventured out to being a speaker, to writing a book, to hosting a conference. So even though my background is HR, I bet I did something else that took me in a different path and direction, which is mm-hmm. far more fulfilling and doing That's HR and and for me, being in, in HR, you have you get pigeonholed to a title and to a salary, and based off of that 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 title salary, that's all you get. And and oftentimes, it, it's it's not enough. You know, some people no. are comfortable with that. And for me, I was not that either. And I needed to find a way to supplement my income as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that it's challenging at times because you're working so hard at pursuing your dream and and having that abundance. And so the second book Mm -hmm. um, is um, uh, Sandra uh, Burns. Am I saying it right? Sandra Burns, The Secret. And that book talks all about prosperity and visualization Mm -hmm. and and speaking it and acting as if, and even um, um, Lisa Nichols is a speaker. is one of the one of the people that's in the the secret. It's actually they turned the book into a movie, and it's so popular. Mm-hmm. It's 
And one of the things that I learned from that book is that if you can't even see it for yourself, then how can it be possible? How can anybody exactly. else see it? If you, I mean, it starts with you. It starts and ends um, with you. And so that's why I believe a lot of people do not become entrepreneurs because they don't even see it themselves on how it's possible. And they don't have yes. enough belief. Yet, right, and they don't have enough belief that it can happen, and that this can mm-hmm. make it, and it can be successful. We all we listen to our family and friends, and then we shut we yep. shut down. We feel as though they know more than we do. Mm-hmm. No one knows mm-hmm. more about your life than you and your finances. And my bank account, the way my bank account is set up right now, check it was like uh So what you're talking about? I need to get out here and hustle and make some more money to make these ends meet. So it's all about really going after what brings you joy. And like you said, for you traveling, you enjoy traveling. So why not make money and then get the, get the tax um, shelter from it. It was uh, a no brainer for you. And, and you actually make money even when you go on vacation yourself. So how are you able to balance your time with still working as a registered nurse? And then you have your family, um, you are married and you have a son as well as running your business as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That is definitely something (laughs) that I I need to be better at. But what I I am learning as I am, like you said, I, I went ahead and did the LLC at the beginning of this year because at the beginning of this year, I decided that my, my business needs to be run like a business and not a hobby. With that in mind, I now have planners that I live by um, mm-hmm. that I pretty much put everything down in because that's the way it has to be done. Because I'm still working 40 hours um, a week at my job, I have to give me and my, my dreams and my vision time as well. So you really have to schedule the time. And sometimes it's completely off hours. Like certain days, my quote-unquote business hours for myself to get stuff done are 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Everything is cooked. You know, dinner's done. I'm not washing any clothes, you know, for at work or whichever. Um, and I can just have some downtime to work. So you really just have to live more so by a schedule, which was not my <laughs> was not my normal um, I'm kind of one of those, hey, let's drive to Ohio to go see such and such today, like on a whim. And that all mm-hmm. kind of has to stop right now. And I say for right now because when you get to a point that you are you are at financial freedom, you do have those types of liberties. But that laying that foundation and that groundwork, that that's where it's tough. And this is when, you know, it's time to dig in deep, go go way in and figure out what it is you want, and start putting in a plan to go for it. So it's it's not easy to balance, but uh-huh. um, I date my son every <laughs> Friday night. We do a movie. Um, you do. I, <laughs> I would love to date him every Friday night or Saturday night or Tuesday night. It wouldn't matter, but um, sometimes that's not possible. So we don't have a set <laughs> schedule because our schedules are set. But I do, even, no matter how late I get in on a Friday, unless I – you know, talk it over with my son. Friday is his night, and that's just the way it is. If he says, oh, it's fine if we watch a movie on Saturday morning, then we'll do that. But I know whatever I got going on on Friday, our world's watching a movie with me, period. So that's how I keep him engaged and not feeling like, you know, I don't have time for him because I am kind of 
always doing something. If I'm mm-hmm. not looking up a clue or taking a training or, um, you know, putting together a flyer or something, I'm always doing something. And he's around, but I'm not interacting as much. So I, I make sure that I make that time for him. And then when me and my husband can get our schedules together and we're in the same place at the same time and both people are woke, um, <laughs> we make time yeah. um, there as well. So it's really, um, I know sometimes I get off work. It's like work 734, sometimes I get off work, and I'm like, I just don't feel like doing anything. But the truth of the matter is if I can show up to build somebody else's dream and make them look good, for darn sure I can show up for me. Absolutely. And when you are an entrepreneur, we don't have nine to five hours. And sometimes in the middle of the night, you get your best ideas. You could get the most work done. It's because your house is quiet. And that's when you can really, because I've pulled some late nights and early mornings, getting up very early to work because Mm -hmm. there isn't a nine to five when you're an entrepreneur, you are, you're literally working all the time on the go. And so even when I'm not in front of a computer and I'm out and about, I still have my phone and I'm still getting emails or ideas are coming up that I'm writing down or someone is texting Mm -hmm. and I'm responding. So it's like, we're constantly working 24 hours, but uh, technically not 24 hours, but we're working for the better part of a day but it doesn't feel like work when you're working for yourself because it's your business you're the boss you're you're your own brand and what a lot of people do not think about when you are an entrepreneur is that people buy because they like you or people buy because Mm -hmm. you're relatable and that they trust you and if they don't have any trust in you they are not going to buy from you and so you are the And so when you interact with people, you are always in business mode and you're always that entrepreneur and you are representing Mm -hmm. yourself. And that's what makes people say, I'm going to give you my money. Um, And Mm -hmm. that is, that is something that you have to really learn from uh, when you switch from being an employee to an entrepreneur is that switching Mm -hmm. that, that idea that I am not, um, an employee right now. I am an employer. I am, a, you know, it's everything now. If right. you really pay attention to social media, it's all about boss this, boss that, boss, boss. But it's right. it cute to say you're a boss, but it is really hard freaking work behind the scenes, behind the curtains to make a lot of the stuff that we post and what we're advertising and what we're putting out there to make those things really happen. It takes a lot of determination and a lot of self-talk because sometimes we Mm -hmm. will, we would get tired and we would get exhausted as an entrepreneur. And you're thinking, Oh my God, what did I get myself into? Um, I don't want to do this. Maybe, maybe I I overextended myself. We come up with all of these ideas, but it's always that thought of why am I doing this for my family, for financial freedom, because of our stability, Mm -hmm. because I control my wealth. And, and those are mm-hmm. things that actually, or, and I'm providing a service for someone else. Someone else is reaping mm-hmm. the benefits of my service and what I'm offering them. So that's what keeps me going. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true for you, but for, for me and a lot of the entrepreneurs that I, that I um, engage with, that is one of the topics that we bring up the most is that 
even when we're tired, we keep going because of what we are passionate about and the service that we bring to people. And That's with a- you, go ahead. No, I, w- I will wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, as a nurse um, and, and many nurses, often we get in, into that arena because we want to help people. And to be perfectly honest, it, it never occurred to me or prior to me um, starting with the business that I could actually help people with travel. Like that's just not it. the opportunity presented itself. I was all over it. But prior to that, had never considered that that was a way to actually help other families reach their goals. Mm-hmm. And so as a person always wanting to give and help others, this is this is really it feels very much an extension of of that personality of wanting to help and being able to and be in a position to help. Um, but absolutely, it gets it gets taxing <laughs> and you get tired yes. and those little um, voices you have to shut down um, and pretty much just say, "Yep, that's a great thought, but we're gonna keep going right now." Um, and I just. <laughs> You, you just have to, not to mention, you really need to wrap yourself around and, and be very much surrounded by people who are positive and not negative. And a lot of times um, the people that you care about, your family and friends, they're not, their intent is not to be negative, right, when they're talking to you about, right. are you sure about this? Or, well, you know, if you don't like it, you know, you could just quit or whatever the case may be. They, that's what they're saying, and they're saying it out of love, but what you hear as the entrepreneur is, that's not going to work, so let me know when you're done. You know, and that's not yes. the reason that they said it. <laughs> They're saying right. in protection, right? And one of um, my uh, one of my partners posted something that said, if your circle, more or less, if your circle isn't pushing you to be great and pushing you to be better and speaking life into you, then it's not really a circle; it's a cage. And I loved that. I love, love, love that. When I saw it, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. You have to be around people, like-minded people, who can see past right now, who can see further than this two-week check, who who can see that it, it might be difficult climbing up this hill, but it's going to be so worth it when you get to the top. Um, and so, yeah, it's not always easy, and self-talk will keep you going, that and keeping around people, having a accountability partner um, when you're getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Where you're getting tired, that can kind of just speak a lit, just speak a word that gives you a renewed, yeah, I got this. Okay, yep, back to it. So environment is people that you surround yourself around is absolutely everything. It does, and it and it matters, and you you have to learn when to turn a deaf ear to the naysayers and to the non-believers because it's really not about them and you really have nothing to prove you're in a race with yourself and it's not a competition and it's all about you and what it is that you want but we have two callers that are on the line Latasha so I want to get to them and so the first uh the first caller I am going to give the last four um Digits of your number is 7504, and I am going to um, bring you on. So, hi, caller. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. 
<laughs> and can I have your name? Yes, um, I'm sorry. My name is uh, Carmen Strong. Hi, Carmen. Hi. <laughs> I didn't. That's one of my lovely like, partners. <laughs> I am. Yes, um, I am supporting um, my business partner, and I awesome. thought I was just going to be silent in the background. <laughs> Well, you know what? I can put you back. Back. I just seen your number. I was like, let me just see if she person wants to join the call. Um, oh, sure. And um, one of the questions I want to ask, since we have you on the phone and you're a business partner with Carl, is that as a um, entrepreneur yourself, the business. Um, how has it been for you with the the transition of I don't know exactly what you do for a living, but from employee to entrepreneur as you were listening to our conversation? Well, it's actually for me um, started out being a little challenging because I'm also in the um, help or uh, helping professions, um, but I uh, work in mental mental health, so okay. um, it's still it, it was a it was a shift for me because um like um miss um Latasha was speaking of the way we are programmed into just doing you know the status quo you go to school you get good grades you you know um stay within this this line but i do remember um also in coming up that I did have, there were certain things I knew about myself that I wanted to be different or outside the box. But when you don't have um, that circle or people that mm-hmm. are either, you know, doing the same thing that you're doing or actually have those same ideas, you kind of just get, get swept, you know, to the side. So I was always like that. I mean, I, I thought outside the box and I didn't realize it until you know later and when this opportunity uh came up for me I had just actually uh got my master's master's mm-hmm. degree and um I was working um my first uh was working in a um outside of a, a mental health uh facility and it was very strange because I I could not barely even had enough time to go to the bathroom, enough time to go to, it's very hectic schedule for me, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm really not used to, <laughs> used to this, but <laughs> that, this was a, a big, big, a big shift for me, and when, when this opportunity came up, and I said, wait a minute, now that was my, my thing, I love to travel, my grandkids live out of state, so I'm always like traveling, and I just loved it, and when I found out, um, uh, like Natasha was saying, I could actually get paid for doing this. Right. So I jumped. I I definitely jumped on board. Mainly for me, it was just to save on my my travel, and then later on, um, it became actually a necessity for me because my um my regular job um actually ended. So this job has actually uh, the travel. Uh, doing the travel business has actually really, really been a major, major uh, help for me where it's become, instead of becoming a part-time, it's something that I'm actually working on full-time right now. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Carmen, for joining the conversation and providing your insight. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. Hold on one moment. 
And Latasha, uh, we have to take a break, and I will be right back with you, okay? Okay. It's time now for Healthful Hair Talk with your host, hair loss expert, Demetria Hayden. a little bit about um, tricks or tips about planning traveling and what are some of the pitfalls that you've noticed um, since you um, own your own business that you've discovered when it comes to planning a vacation or a getaway? Um, one of the first things I would say is have an idea of where you want to go but more importantly, have an idea of the experience that you want to take. So um, oftentimes you'll get someone saying, um, I want to go, I want to go somewhere. Okay, where is somewhere? What do you want to do when you get there? So sometimes people are dead set on a destination. Like I want to go to Jamaica, and these are all the things I want to do in Jamaica. But you can come back with quotes for Jamaica that may or may not be inside their price point. And then, but but they can get that same experience and maybe even a few more perks going to another destination, like say mm-hmm. maybe going to Mexico. So I feel like people get stuck on the the where, um, more so than the experience that they want to take. And oftentimes they can get that same experience and sometimes more at a different destination. So I think knowing what you want to do more than where you want to go, seems to help with the planning part. The other thing is um, just kind of knowing what the weather is going to be, understanding those things, that the, the um, mm-hmm. weather changes from, you know, hemisphere to hemisphere, you know, east to west, all of that good stuff. Um, you want to know those things. And how long can you be on the plane? Because there are quite a few places I'd like to go, Australia being one of them. How long is that flight? <laughs> That's like what seventeen hours. So you kind of have to know you and what you can tolerate. So maybe if I was going to Australia and I um, really wanted to go to Australia, maybe I need to find a destination in the middle so I'm not flying as long, and maybe I can stay there for a couple of days and see those sites and then keep going. So sometimes, because a lot of people get stuck too on 
um, I want a straight fight. Mm-hmm. Most of us do. I would agree. But sometimes that's not the best way to do it because, you know, they're all kind of – then my nurse hat comes on. People sitting on the plane too long, and I getting up, and I walking around, then all kind of nursing stuff goes off of my head. So it's really just being open to whatever experience you're trying to get to. And if you're just dead set on a destination, that's fine. Know what your know what your um, price point is, so that that your travel professional has some room to work, and then you know do their best. I always do my best to stay within that. I try to beat that. You know, I try to come in lower if I can. If I'm not, I'm not over usually by much, and usually it's because I added some things that I think they might like. So okay. um, I think that people use travel agents more so because. We think about those other things other than just, I want to say it all-inclusive um, by the beach. Okay, but you told me you're adventurous. So I know when I was in Puerto Vallarta, I went on this extreme tour where I'm doing zip lining and waterfalls and all this stuff. That's something you might like. And, of course, they don't necessarily have to take that package, but they often appreciate the thought past just booking a vacation. So that's what we try to do mm-hmm. with AJL Travel is, Try to meet meet or beat your needs and um, give you the best experience you can have without you having to worry about much other than getting to the airport. And that can even oh. be arranged. <laughs> Look at you. Meet and beat. <laughs> and that's what a lot of that, that, that goes back to what I said. People, when they spend their money, they have to have some type of connection, trust, and actually like the person in AJL Travel is your brand. And what they get is is your customer service, your knowledge, your expertise, Mm -hmm. um, and providing them with what they want and kind of helping them figure out. Because like you said, some people don't really know what they want. And so that's where you come in to provide them with that service. Um, Mm -hmm. What are some donations for families for 2019, some good places to go? Oh, great. That's, that's loaded. Do we have passports or are we staying in the States? <laughs> We're staying in the States. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. Just give me about three. Well, you know, Disney's going to always be one of the most requested um, places to go. So Disney World for sure. If they if they um, like outdoors, if, if we're talking about right now, of course, everywhere south is, is best because it's too cold unless they like skiing. So a lot of people like Colorado, um, mm-hmm. but that, that could come with some other <laughs> caveats at the moment. Um, so I would say you know, like outdoors, I would think Tennessee or Virginia. Um, if you are looking for a beach, I would say Miami. Okay. Um, but with little children, Miami can be – a little different, so maybe California, because there's quite a bit of quite a few things to do in California. Disneyland's there too, as opposed to Disney World. I think California is a pretty good family family area. A family um, area and Disney World mm-hmm. for Yeah, I think California is good. Yeah, and you know we got thing. actually we have what spring break coming up sometime March for oh, some yeah. people March April. And uh, we have the summer, you know, uh, as well, where everyone is looking for um, travel places to go. 
as well. But one of the biggest um, biggest things that is starting to be a little bit more popular is is wedding destinations and people wanting to oh, yeah. uh, go somewhere yeah. else. Do you have any recommendations for that for destination weddings? It's hard to make a re- recommendation just based on the wedding destination itself. A lot of people do uh, Mexico and Dominican Republic. Mexico, Dominican yeah. Republic, and Jamaica are the ones that I see the most. Um, but if somebody was looking for something not so well-known or well-traveled, that would be where we would actually get in there and do some research. What are you looking to have? What amenities would you like at this particular resort? How many people are you planning to have? Is it just the two of you? Like, is it a destination wedding but just two? Or are we having a full-fledged, you know, cousins, aunties, grandma, right. everybody? Um, but those are the three, I would say, that most people are going with. What I also have read about recently, and what I did mention when I was saying something for a family, are cruises. I don't know how I didn't mention that, but those are great because everything is right there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people yep. are choosing to um, get married on the cruise and then actually be on the cruise for the honeymoon. So that's beginning to be kind of a popular thing to do, not to mention you have generationally on a cruise, you have something for everybody to do. They usually have a little teen club. They usually have um, things for the Mm -hmm. smaller ones to do. Then the adults have things to do. So that's a really good, um, a very good uh, family vacation, even if it's a quick, um, like, three days out of Miami to to the Bahamas. It's a nice, you know, being on the water, um, you know, stopping at the Bahamas, going to the beach. And, again, you know, generationally, if if you're older and you don't want to be out in the sun, you can stay on the ship and there's things to do. If you're younger and you want to go on some adventure, you have time to do that before you get back to the ship. So cruises are really a great uh, a great way to travel. And, and people feel um, a lot safer, too. Talk about price for for a minute. When it comes to um, cruises and um, mm-hmm. how economical is it for for someone to plan a cruise? Say, for instance, maybe a, a family of four um, to take a cruise. Is it really at that expensive to do? It depends on when you do it, and a lot of the cruise lines will have different specials that come up um, for us travel agents. Um, we'll get an email or something alerting us that there's a um, a low deposit or um, this cruise is on sale or we have these free amenities. A lot of times, especially when you're talking about a family, a lot of times the third and fourth person are at a discounted rate or mm-hmm. sometimes if they're on the cruise line, they're free. So it definitely is great for being on, on the ship because everything is there. Your entertainment right. is there. Your food is there. You're not paying. Once you pay for the cruise, everything you need is on the cruise. Now, if you choose to get off the cruise to do an excursion, those can run, I hate to give an actual price, but anywhere from $100 to $200, yeah, per person. So that could, it could get pricey, but there's so many things to do on the ship these days. These ships nowadays have ice arenas and, and wave pools, and it's not just like a swimming pool. Like, you have a whole 
entertainment. They actually they actually have clubs and casinos on cruises now and yes, every night it's do. a theme and they actually have production. They have Broadway on the cruise ships. You could go watch a show. Absolutely. Um yes. movie night. Because I did a cruise last year, and it was like, okay, let's go to the club tonight. Let's do the casino. It was like, it's so much to do. We were at sea for a day, so there was so much activity from morning, noon, and night. Mm -hmm. And also, there were a lot of kids on the ship, and there were Mm -hmm. activities for them, and then activities for adults as well. Yeah, it's all day. Um, So (laughs) I don't want to let the time run away before you provide um, the listeners with information. Um, If they are interested in um, joining and and having an opportunity um, to participate in the company that you're with, um, how, um, Mm -hmm. what are some of the benefits from joining and how do they um, get in touch with you if they're interested? Uh, The benefits are, that nobody's nobody's going to ask you to quit your job. It's something that you can start off doing part-time or always do part-time. Um, it's, there are people who absolutely love their jobs. I don't happen to be one of them. Um, but um, you can start part-time. As soon as you partner, you have access to, to a 24-7 website, which means it's open all the time. And if people book, you get paid when they book. So whether you sleep or on vacation yourself, um, and then you have those insider rates and those tax deductions. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good um, for a part-time okay. business and a pretty low um, startup cost, which is not so common with a home-based business. It's usually, usually several thousand dollars to start a home-based business. Where mm-hmm. right now, at least through this weekend, um, to start is a hundred dollars to just okay. get your uh, website up and start getting moving. So how they can contact me for more information, my phone number, they can call or text, is 708-325-8769. Again, that's 08-325-8769. My email address is info, I-N-F-O, at A-J-L, travel.com. My website is a jltravel.com and if they're um, interested in you know getting a a free travel consultation just to kind of see what they're working with where they may want to go if they um, need me as a travel professional um, they can go to calendly c-a-l-e-n-d-l-y dot com backslash ajl travel and then on Facebook, I have a group called AJL Travel. So they can follow me there as well. And that does it, guys, for this week's show. And Latasha, I want to thank you so much <laughs> for being a guest. Um, and thank I you will, for having me. You're welcome. I will post everyone if you, you missed that information and would like to get it again. Um, I will post um, Latasha's website and um, her information, her email address as well, so that you can reach out to her um, personally if you have any questions. And I want to thank uh, Carmen for joining the conversation as well and providing her um, feedback. Uh, Latasha, hold the line one moment. Yes, ma'am. 
And that pretty much wraps up our show for today, everyone. Um, and I hope you've you got a little bit more insight about the travel business and about how you can um, own your very own um, home-based business. And Latasha did provide us with a lot of insight to that. Here's someone who was a registered nurse that um, ventured out um into doing something different because it was a passion, something that she enjoyed doing. Who doesn't love to travel? And you're able to make money from it. So in closing, like I started the show talking about um, Valentine's Day and, and finding that love within yourself, I also wanted to close out um, with a another um, poem from my book um, that I wanted to share with you guys. And um, it's called Goodbye. Very interesting. Um, and, and the poem goes, staying down meant staying broken. Cannot afford to not be me anymore. I knew you would never stay until the end. No more craziness in my life. Letting go of the stress brighter brought brighter days. No more sleepless nights. No more lies. No more drama. Being with you came at a price, a costly price, that has been paid. I am debt-free. Do not need your credit anymore. I am free to be me. Goodbye. And that's how I want to end the show. Sometimes we have to say goodbye to the craziness, to the madness, to the drama. And sometimes goodbye means saying goodbye to friends and family as well, we all have to have a, a a sense of peace in our life, and it it does. And peace, <laughs> believe it or not, comes at a price. And we do say peace is priceless once you have it. But um, in order to get to that place of peace, you have to let um, some people go. And it, and it's a a hard choice, a hard decision to um, have to make that again with believing in you taking a leap of faith, knowing what you want, knowing your worth. Can we talk about that? Can I get an amen? Knowing your worth and what it is that you want out of life, it really will propel you into your destiny, into your future. When you finally have to say enough is enough, it's time for me to do what works best. So until next week, guys, I hope you Enjoy your Valentine's Day leading into the weekend. Can you believe it? We're mid-February already. And next week, I have a another fabulous guest that will be joining. So um, until we meet again, you guys, enjoy your weekend. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.